0: I'm Adam Ennis. And I'm Peter Martin. And this is the You'll Hear It Podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. Love it. What do we got going on today? Today we're going to talk about dealing with different pianos. This can be an issue. This is, yeah, this can be an issue, but only for pianists. Yeah. No, I mean, you're,
1: you're kind of a Steinway guy. You got Steinway following you around with a truck everywhere you go? Yeah,
0: except uh, <laughs> minus the truck and the guy and the piano in it. <laughs> more like I'm following Steinways around all the
1: time. No, absolutely. Yeah. No, this is, a for, for pianists listening, and really for anybody else, you should know about this, that this is kind of a, a struggle that pianists have to deal with. I think, um, you know, I mean, for the longest time, we were the only ones who had to deal with, but I think bass, bassists now are, are having to deal with this more and right. more, as you can't fly with a bass anymore. Right. Uh, but... But basically, you know, wherever we go and play. That is good. Basically. I'm,
0: I'm following you, man. Basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Wherever we go and play, we're kind of at the mercy of whatever condition the instrument is at yes. the venue that we're at. And this can present a host of problems. I mean, yep. from at the very worst, missing strings, Yeah, you know, to. Well, at, missing keys would be even worse, oh, wouldn't yeah, it? That would be horrible. Missing
0: keyboard? <laughs> Somewhere. Piano on fire? Yes. Explosives in the piano? Come on, we got plenty of worse things, There's right? Two,
1: yeah. <laughs> In some, some somewhere in some small town theater, there's some piano with a missing middle C or something. Yeah, yeah.
0: razor blades between the keys. Yeah. That was always a rumor <laughs> when I was at Juilliard that that some pianists supposedly went around to the – they had special practice rooms for the pianists. that only piano majors were allowed to go in. Hey, boy. Um, I mean, they just had so-called better pianos in there. Sure. But uh, supposedly they were like, always check between the keys before you start practicing because somebody puts razor blades to try to sabotage other pianists. Yep. That would be worst case. That would be the worst <laughs> case.
1: Well, but so hopefully, you know, I, I know I've had to deal with this a lot. Uh, in my travels, I know you would have to have had to deal with this too. Um, even on bigger stages, sometimes it's not great. Yeah. Um, so you know, we'll try to give you some some tips on maybe dealing with that, or even just commiserate with you.
0: <laughs> yeah, we have to give tips. Let's just talk about how bad. Let's uh, just complain be, about it for ten bad, minutes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I mean, the first things first, though, is is do you make sure that? I mean, you can't make sure every piano is tuned, but especially if it's like my own gig. Yeah. I'll and i don't know the venue that well. Yes. I'll call kind of call ahead. I'll call ahead. Call ahead. <laughs> you got to call ahead, man. <laughs> Not just for a like food a, order. Right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but to make sure that like you know, can the piano be tuned that yes.
0: day? Well, and i think you know because uh, we have a little bit of a, a experience as prom- on being on the other side as being a promoter as well for for shows that we've done here, we know that yes, we always want to have the best conditions, but piano tuning is expensive. Yeah. And so you know, we might even a good promoter might let that slide unless you're insistent upon it. Yeah. I think a good promoter is going to make sure it happens. But they got. to I mean, I have compassion for the promoters, for the club owners and stuff, because they have a lot of things to do. They're not always guaranteed to be making any money, and it's just like running any any other kind of business. You have to evaluate things. But if the pianist is making a, a, a stink about it in advance, the piano's got to be tuned. The piano. Now, when, when I do that, I don't know if you do this too, like you know sometimes they'll be like oh it was just tuned last year it's cool you know yeah. sometimes you get that but sometimes you'll also get you know because we always try to be like it has to be tuned on the day Yeah. but sometimes if they're maintaining it well and it hasn't been played for a couple of days and it's you know so you start I guess you start to have to be able to trust some of the promoters some of the venues that they'll have it but it's always good to call ahead and check
1: yeah it really is I've actually started carrying around a tuning kit with yeah. me too to clean up any unisons I, if you do that which I recommend you kind of at least learn a little bit about how that works. It, yeah. it actually is a great connection to the instrument for me yeah. to learn about it. But I do recommend that you go to your local piano shop and take a lesson. Right, on slippery slope, tuning. possibly it's slippery uh, <laughs> with slippery, algae and everything. <laughs> yeah, slippery uh, <laughs> tuning bed there that you can get into if you not do it right. No, you got to learn. Yeah. You got to learn how to the notch technique. You got to learn what not to do. Uh,
0: Is this something you could learn from YouTube? Took me a couple.
1: Yeah, you could <laughs> maybe learn from YouTube. It took me a
0: couple tries before yeah. I got it. right no, but you got it now, and it's been a great thing for us here to just be able to. Um you know for you to be able to just fix those unisons because that's the thing that's going to really could just drive you nuts especially recording we're recording here a lot oh yeah yeah
1: you don't have to learn how to actually like fully on tune just you have to learn to clean up unisons you know most piano keys or most piano notes are made up of three actual strings Yep. that have to be in tune with with themselves or else you get that honky-tonk oh yeah which can be (laughs) a sound in themselves but not when you're playing 13th chords no no not at all yeah.
0: So, um, yeah, well, I would say that's that's certainly having the piano tuned is a big thing. Um, and then But but then we get into an area where stuff is kind of out of our control as pianists, even the tuning, because, you know, you, if, if you're traveling or you don't have access to your tuner that you or your, you know, network of tuners, you don't know if they're going to be any good. Yeah. You don't know if they're going to really put the time in. Oh, and yeah. Then, any you kind know, of on
1: the road, like throughout, you know, America or Europe or whatever.
0: It's, right. It's, you know. Plus, there's a, there's an old saying, you can't polish a turd. Which would be you know, imply that you know even a great tuner with a subpar instrument, you know. So I think that you know one thing about just being a pianist, we have to either, you know, find it in our personality or develop it in our personality, a, a, um, a willingness to not be in control and to kind of roll with how things are. It, we just have to do it because we don't we're, we're gonna be playing on different instruments. Um, even if we're always playing on, on our own instrument, unless we're a tuner, a technician, we're going to be relying on someone else to maintain it. So it's very different. If you're a trumpet player, you almost never, I guess they do bring them into the shop, but I mean, they can clean it themselves. They can certainly tune it themselves. They can keep the instrument with them all the time. Yeah, It's kind of minimal. I mean, it's got upkeep, but minimal that, that the player can't do. For the piano, I mean, it's a it's a machine. Yeah, And we're at the, at the mercy of whatever it is. So I think we have to get, it, it, it is a mentality thing. We have to be like, willing to kind of accept I almost look at it as travel itself unless you own a private jet and you are a pilot and a meteorologist you're gonna have to give up some control when you travel I was just thinking too you know we're talking about just the tuning of it but then there's
1: also the feel of it yeah you know and that could be kind of the most effective thing on the gig is you can get really thrown if something's too stiff or or too light or uneven. Yep, you know that can really suck. Uh, yeah, so
0: I, th- I mean, we we really need to, to to be a successful pianist. You have to develop the a willingness to play on a number of different instruments, um, you know, until you to the level of Keith Jarrett, and and then yeah. even he, you know, complains and doesn't do gigs if the piano isn't right. But I think like I try to look at it as um, from the positive. Uh, glasses half full kind of thing mm-hmm. as much as possible because different kind of pianos I, I don't bother me like if they're maintained well and if they're in tune yeah. um, you know like a stiff action a real loose you know kind of syrupy accent uh, um, action well I guess syrupy would be sticky yeah. technically that would be that would be I'm, tough I've run into those too <laughs> yeah. but I mean you know something kind of middle of the road. Something you know that that's even, but maybe kind of bright on the. Sometimes up- you get an
1: upright. <laughs> yeah, an
0: upright. I mean, you you really. Ha- I mean, I I had a great gig last year at a little club in Italy mm-hmm. on an upright, and it was not the greatest piano, but it was in tune, yeah. pretty much, and it was an upright. But you know, uprights I, can have a good vibe, man. They can have a good vibe. I mean, I've seen you at Thurman's, you know, many times, you know, tearing it up. I mean, I actually tore up that piano. You did break time. that Steinway. <laughs> yeah, we
1: have a Steinway upright at my regular gig, and Peter came in. Sat in one night and broke the highest E hammer. But just one. Just yeah, I one. mean, the hammer flew off the piano, dude. <laughs> that thing was old. <laughs> it was, it's 100 years old, yeah. It was,
0: it was, it was a coincidence. Uh, but I mean, you know, musically edifying things can happen on, on a surprising number of situations if you're open to it.
1: Well, here's just the thing, too. Like, you know, as, as a local St. Louis guy, I've made friends with Joe Jackson of Jackson Pianos. Yep. And so he came and fixed that hammer the next day. Another right. tip for you, make friends. That's right. Suck up to good piano uh, technicians in your area. That's right, and they'll come by and, and yeah, hook you up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I've never, I don't know of any place where the best piano technicians are not in high demand. Even with like the global piano trade being down, yeah, it's just, I mean, there's always tuners around, but the good ones. Yeah. I mean, this is like anything. Yeah. you know, you don't want to be on that waiting list. You want to have that personal number. You want to be able to text them.
1: But the thing with piano techs is that um, they love pianos. Yeah. and they, most of them, w- really like pianists yeah. and want your community to have good pianos and are proud of the work they do. So. Absolutely.
0: I mean, sometimes I think they love... Well, first of all, m- most of them are pianists, That's too, yeah, yeah. on some level, yeah. but, I mean, they certainly know more and probably love the actual instruments and the machinery of it and the art of it even yeah. better than pianists, you know? So, um, I mean, it's a it's a team. It's yeah. a team thing, and we, 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 sh- we want to look at them as a team. So even, like, if you're traveling somewhere, like, I always... Um, if, if I have a chance to meet the technician, get a ch- I always want to just talk to them. Not even necessarily to tell them, do this, do that. I mean, occasionally I might request a little thing, but it's got to be something they can do quick because they're yeah. usually there for a touch-up yeah. between soundcheck not, and the don't, gig. Don't
1: ask them to reshape that. Yeah yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. While the bass player still, like, tuning and totally. all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, just let them do their thing, and they're probably going to know better than you anyway. They're certainly going to know that instrument better than they you. Pro- yeah,
1: I was going to say, they probably work on that piano every week, yeah, and so they know it really well. So. But
0: usually I'm just more about, like, kind of, you know, um, thanking them and just hey how you doing getting to know them so next time when i come back you know because i really see them as 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 part of the team it's i mean it's kind of for the piano sounds of that evening it's it's the the piano technician the pianist me and the sound engineer and then the other musicians are doing their thing but i mean like that's kind of team piano in terms of the piano the whole goal is that the piano sounds good to the audience that's great yeah yeah. Cool. Um, but I think, yeah, just the general mentality of like, you know, don't be a big baby and complain about everything because it is what it is. I mean, I like the call ahead. I mean, we do the things in advance that we can, yeah. but ultimately you've got a piano. If there's no razor blades in between the keys, just play the damn thing.
1: Yeah. And keep your chops up too. You know, that, that helps with things that feel weird. If you can't handle a stiff piano, you probably need to work on your technique a little bit. You know, you're, you're not... You're not using enough. I know. You know what I mean. Like yeah. you got to keep you got to keep your chops in a place where it almost doesn't matter what the piano feels like.
0: Yeah, and I mean if the thing is operating, you really. I mean think of all the classic recordings that were done on out of tune, subpar pianos. Oh yeah. Um, you know that are just wonderful documents that we love to listen to. Um, so you really don't have the excuse. So please just like go into the situation and always, as much as we can, let's let's try to make the best. Let's not be piano babies. Agreed. You know. Agreed. <laughs> Let's raise piano babies up to be piano adults. <laughs> oh, piano,
1: baby pianos. little, little baby. you oh, so use <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Well, hope you found this one helpful. Uh, you sorry
0: know. to all the singers, guitarists, trumpet players, saxophones. Yeah, yeah. Total lack of interest on this one. That's okay. I mean,
1: sorry, not sorry, because they get to bring <laughs> the instrument they practice on wherever they go. And that's, I know. That must be
0: cool. I know. And I mean, everybody's like, oh, you're so lucky you play piano, you know, when we're traveling, because yeah. we don't have to bring anything. Uh, but that's, yeah, I'm like, wow, I'd love to have my instrument with me all the time. I guess, you know, the the sweet spot, you know, because their guitar and stuff is really hard, you know, to get on the plane. Yeah, and yeah. they don't want to check. Violin is a nightmare because you can't check it, but it doesn't fit in certain yeah. places. And then it's temperamental and everything. But the piccolo, the piccolo is not super temp- temperamental. It's small. I mean, it could fit inside a purse. It's, it really can't. Even a man purse. Yeah. I think a piccolo could fit in a... Um, what are those they're coming back the um oh the fanny pack fanny pack yeah you could you could maybe bum bag a f- for those
1: in the uk <laughs> what bum bag
0: in the uk Bum bag. Yeah. man they got screwed up words for everything over there
1: well to them fanny is really bad word. oh really yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to us the bum is equally bad yeah. no they i was talking to my cousin who lives in london and he was he's an architect yeah. and he was telling me he's i said what have you been working on he's like oh we have this new housing scheme we're developing I was like, ooh, sounds... uh, A (laughs) a scheme. scheme. And he's like, what do you mean? I said, well, a scheme is kind of nefarious in nature. He's like, no, not at all. That's like, basically it means plan. Yeah, I mean, that's what scheme means.
1: We've (laughs) taken it to mean like some kind of uh, uh, Ocean's Eleven plot. (laughs) It's
0: a scheme. But I was like, are you serious? Yeah, He's like, yeah, it's the housing scheme. I was like, all right, there you go. Well,
1: you'll hear it.